From Radio Cayman's Newsroom, I'm Shana Gallego with your latest news. No word yet on the cause of an early morning fire at the Northside Police Station on Hutland Road. The call came in just before 2 a.m. this morning. Firefighters put out a blaze and the area has been cordoned off for safety as the investigation gets underway. Radio Cayman is told the station is operational but isn't manned full-time and fortunately was empty at the time of the fire. Right now, damage assessments are still underway and there appears to be a major damage to the section of the building where the fire occurred, although the structure remains intact. Calls to the station are being forwarded to the Bottentown Police Station for the time being. The 2023 hurricane season is underway. No one ever knows at the start of the season whether this is the one where the big hurricane comes and therefore we understand the anxiety that governments across the Caribbean have to know that there's a UK Royal Navy asset in the region to support you should the worst happen. Minister of State, the Honourable James Heapy, MP, responsible for armed forces and veterans, discusses how the UK is supporting the region in a promotional video on the Cayman Islands government Facebook page. In a recent visit, the minister also had an opportunity to learn more about the Cayman Islands Regiment. What's incredible is that your government and your people have raised that regiment so quickly and so soon into its life, it already has such an incredible range of capabilities. The visit included discussions on available resources, prominently featuring the Royal Navy's stalwart vessel HMS Duntless. We've shared the full video on the Radio Cayman Facebook page. Meanwhile, Community Emergency Response Teams members get a refresher course on first responder safety. Hazard Management Cayman Islands and the Red Cross organized the training. HMCI Director Danny Coleman tells Radio Cayman the session focused on emphasizing the importance of electrical safety, precautionary measures, and how to assess potential hazards as first responders in the community. And whilst the specific dates of the next CERT course have not actually been announced yet, the invitation will be made public very, very quickly. And we strongly encourage volunteers to sign up. Our community participation plays a crucial role in strengthening communities and enhancing resilience. This type of training Training is designed to keep trained CERT members engaged and enhance their skills even during periods without the National Emergency Operations Center activations. Grand Cayman has several trained CERT teams and both Little Cayman and Cayman Brack boast well-established teams. The Cayman Islands Annual Healthcare Conference will focus on doctor-patient relationships. Radio Cayman's Felicia Rankin-Solins gives us more details on the event. The theme is bridging the gap between patient and practitioner, pathways to optimal health. Attendees can expect presentations and panels featuring both local and international healthcare professionals, as well as exhibitors from healthcare-related organizations and various charities. The conference will tackle topics such as evidence-based practice, collaborative care pathways, the transition between primary and secondary care, opportunities to expand, infrastructure, training and information sharing, personalized healthcare wearable devices, the expansion into artificial intelligence, and the expansion of telemedicine and audits of clinical outcomes. Lizette Yearwood, co-chair of the Conference Planning Committee and CEO of the Cayman Islands Health Services Authority, believes due to a continuous development of new technologies and innovations in the healthcare sector, it demands a more collaborative partnership with their providers. The annual Cayman Islands Healthcare Conference will take place from October 26th till the 28th at the Ritz-Carlton Grand Cayman. Registration for the conference will open in September and is free to the public. I'm Felicia Rankin-Zollins. In other local news, K-9 
Cayman controls both sides of the House at the 16th Regional Youth Parliament in Turks and Caicos on Wednesday. More than 20 YPs from across the region participated in the lively debate, with the two Caymanian delegates having been selected to lead the top spots. Cayman's Speaker of the House, Catherine Ebanks Wilkes, accompanied the YPs to the conference. I was delighted and immensely proud to see Cayman's youth parliamentarians appointed to such prominent and well-earned positions. Amani Ebanks was selected to be the premier of the government and led the government motion urging all leaders across the Caribbean, Americas and the Atlantic to engage the voices of the youth. Across the aisle, Alex Harris was selected to be the leader of the opposition and capably challenged the YP government motion. At the regional conference, a lot of the leaders discussed how to do more to promote our young leaders. As the chair of the Commonwealth Parliamentary Association Cayman Islands Branch Youth Parliament Organizing Committee, this exercise has encouraged me to have further discussions with the committee to look at new ways of offering debating opportunities to our youth who no longer meet the age criteria of the Youth Parliament program. The YP debate was part of the 45th Annual Conference of the Caribbean, Americas and the Atlantic Region of the Commonwealth Parliamentary Association, a larger week-long conference highlighting various parliamentary concerns and best practices on the theme resiliency. The Cayman Islands Department of Environment is surveying Cayman's deep-sea environment through a new project. CIGTV's Donna Bush has more. Every year in July or August since 1998, the Discovery Channel has aired documentaries, miniseries, and uh, reruns of their shows pertaining to sharks as part of Shark Week. Well, the Cayman Islands Department of Environment has been surveying our deep-sea environment through a new project in collaboration with Beneath the Seas Marine Conservation International and Harriet Watt University in Edinburgh, Scotland. The project is funded by the Darwin Plus Fund and Cabrews White Tip Fund and the Department of Environment's Dr. Joanna Kohler, a shark project officer, plays a major role in conducting the surveying and mapping of our deep sea environment because, as she says, no one has looked there yet. We have quite a good um, understanding of our shark population and our environment, our reefs up on top of the coastal shelf. However, um, the surveying or looking into the deep is quite expensive and time labor intensive, so it is difficult to do. And we have now, through the partnership with all our partners, we have the opportunity to look that deep. Um, we are using beta remote underwater video cameras, eDNA, and um, this way we can map our habitat. Um, see what's down there, coral, sponges, nothing maybe, just bare um, sea bottom, who knows, we will find out. Uh, and we will also look at our predatory fish, including sharks, um, to then make informed decisions in terms of species con conservation plans, um, action plans, and potentially more protected areas, depending on what we find. We encourage you to watch the entire segment on the Cayman Islands DOE YouTube channel. That's CIGTV's Donna Bush there. And we'll leave you with this one. The Chamber of Commerce Leadership Cayman Class of 2023 raises more than $100,000 at their Wheels on Meals event. 
The chamber presented Meals on Wheels manager Jennifer West with a giant check outside its office in Governor's Square on Friday. Our island's greatest treasure, our seniors, heavily rely on Meals on Wheels each day. And as we see the need for services increase while we face the challenges of rising food costs, fundraising events like Wheels for Meals is exactly what we need to ensure that we are able to continue seeking to fulfill our mission to end senior hunger. The Leadership Cayman Class of 2023 have made a significant impact in the lives of our seniors, have an etched history into Meals on Wheels with a new signature fundraiser that will now become an annual event. The fundraiser took place at Vital Spin Bar and Yogaden in Grand Harbor in June. 23 teams participated in back-to-back spin and kids' Zumba classes. The funds raised will allow MOW to deliver over 10,000 meals and also kickstarts MOW's fundraising for its new building in Industrial Park. That is your latest local news. From Radio Cayman's Newsroom, I'm Shanda Gallego.